The world system doesn't do that. It's about me. I'm there. How much can I get paid? What can I do? What's in it for me? How do I get promoted? Uh, you know, we want to win in influence, but it's very self-centered. But we come with the concept of God. What is God's purpose in this? Welcome to season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. Join in the discussion as we talk about God's economy, leading yourself, managing friendships, and many more topics. Now, let's begin the discussion. Hi, welcome back to our season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. We have been uh, doing the past three episodes on God's kingdom wealth and have been having very active discussions on some of these uh, wrong mindsets and things that hinders people from getting into God's economy. Today, we are talking about positioning for kingdom wealth. Derek. Love it. Yeah. And, and so we need to be positioned for kingdom wealth. Is it automatic? And you know, we talked about God's purpose. We talked about wrong conceptions. Um, how do we position ourselves for kingdom wealth? I think there's a few things, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is our thinking, our mindset. Um, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. So if we don't have the right concept, we're never going to be positioned for wealth because uh, we're going to have a sense of false humility. Someone wants to promote us. Oh, no, I shouldn't do that. I'm not worthy. I'm not ready. And what do we do? We get into false humility and it keeps us from the blessing of God. Well, I just have enough. It's a false humility. And so we need to um, be humble. What is humility? Knowing that everything we have, it comes from God. God is our source. Moses was a, the meek, a meek man, but he was strong. He knew his dependency on God brought, his, brought the blessing and brought authority into his life. So I think first it's our, our thinking. If you want to be promoted in your position or in ministry or in any arena, what do you have to do? You have to come to another level of thinking. You can't think like a, a slave and be a leader. Mm-hmm. You can't think like a manager and be a CEO because you're you're called to do something more. And so we need to come to a, another level in our thinking. How do we do that? Of course, education that's there. First, get educating spiritually on God's purpose for us, um, which brings that confidence um, and, and the character of how it's done. And that's what this is kind of about. We can't do everything in four episodes, but hopefully it's a teaser to start shifting things. There's a lot of great materials out there. Get educated. You know, if you're wanting to do something, get educated. How does education come? It comes through knowledge, mm-hmm. but then also getting around people that have wisdom. You know, if I'm wanting to be successful in, 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 in sales or say in real estate and I run a real estate business, I get around successful real estate managers who have been doing it. What have they done? What are the keys? How do they think? What are their time? Blo- what's their time blocking life? How do they live their life? So I can begin to apply that and learn and glean that from people. Same thing, you know, um, Timothy didn't become an apostle, he, he was around Paul, and he had someone that was mentoring. So getting around, you know, we talk about mentoring a lot, getting around people that can help us um, change our thinking and come to another level and thinking. I think that's one way we can position ourselves. What, what, what's another idea that comes to mind? Well, um, we talk about, you know, the, the kingdom of God and the, the kingdom of this world is parallel kingdom, right? So when we want a position to receive, we don't want to position to receive the world's wealth that comes with sorrow. We want to be positioned to receive the kingdom's wealth that comes without sorrow. So that brings me to when the children of Israel was about to enter into the promised land, they met the angels of the Lord's army, right? And Joshua asked the angel, are you for me or against me? Yeah. What did the angel say? Neither. I'm neither for you nor for you know, uh, for the enemy. I am for the Lord's 
I am uh, the Lord's army. So understanding that when we get into uh, the world, we must position ourselves as sent by God. What does that mean? That How do you we, do that? We represent God in the marketplace. Okay. So that must be the onset of our attitude. Yeah. If not, then what happens is we can easily come under the pressure, right? The culture of mm. the world. So in order for us to receive kingdom download through the economy of this world, we need to position as an army sent by God into the marketplace. How does that so work? So when we serve yeah. our bosses, when we yeah. go and uh, when we go about our work, mm. we want to tap on to God. What is God's mindset about our industry? What is God's mindset? What is God's heart for our bosses, our leaders? Mm. So we are not serving just men. We're serving unto the Lord. Mm. So I think servanthood is one way yep. where we position ourselves yep. so that even though our bosses may not be all believers or they may not have all the right values, but how can we serve them without compromising the word yet serving uh serving with integrity, serving with honor. Mm. Uh, those are important principles because if we don't serve, the Bible says, then uh, we are not able to get into that place of authority and influence. Yep. So we want authority and influence in the marketplace. Uh, and that is the prerequisite for uh, wealth to come. So I think that that is one important principle that we must go with the understanding yep. we are sent by God, yeah. and we serve God as we serve men. You know, yeah. We serve unto the Lord. Yeah, and so when we talk about you, talk about the king coming uh, as on behalf of God or coming on behalf of the world system. The world system doesn't do that. It's about me. I'm there. How much can I get paid? What can I do? What's in it for me? How do I get promoted? Uh, you know, we want to win in influence, but it's very self-centered. But mm -hmm. we come with the concept of God. What is God's purpose? In this, you know, again, as a son, as a daughter, which we talked about in the last episode. And so, again, it's serving. And, um, you know, I know people watching are like, well, I don't like my boss, or, you know, this person is not righteous. They're not even a Christian. And we work for people like that. But look at Joseph. You know, Joseph yeah. was in the, in the pit, <laughs> he was in Potiphar's house, he was misrepresented, he was in the prison. But everywhere he went, he prospered. Why? Because he served. Mm -hmm. And yes. the gift of God makes room for us. So even though he was in bad situations, even though he was uh, with unrighteous people, yeah. but he served. And mm -hmm. what happened? That brought promotion. And who promoted him? Promotion comes from God. No one can stop the promotion of God. You can yeah. be under a bad leader. And Look at Daniel. Supernatural. Supernatural. Daniel. I mean, Daniel's in a heathen place. It was Babylon. It's the most heathen idolatrous place. You know, they don't even mm -hmm. let you pray. Right. Through, but but what happened? Because he honored and because he served, he didn't compromise his faith, and he was mm -hmm. still able to do that. We never compromise our, our faith and our walk with God. He held fast to that. Right. But what happened? God promoted him, even though he was under unrighteous people. So you know, it, it doesn't uh, dis, it doesn't disqualify us from being a servant, even mm -hmm. if we're around an unchurched person or an, a person who doesn't embrace our values. Yeah, and that is so powerful to see the examples of all these men yeah. who came in the name of the Lord, right? Yeah. Who serve under unrighteous men, yet they prospered 
though it may be through a season of time, they have been tested or unjustly treated or maybe ostracized. But you see that God's touch, God's hand was upon them. Yeah. And so they rise up in power. They were powerful men, mm. but they came through the pit. Yeah. So it is important for us to understand as people of God, when we come into the marketplace, we may be uh, wrongly treated. We may not be the favored one. But if you come in the name of the Lord, God will turn the tides. God will cause you to rise up in authority and power. So we must not behave like the heathens. We yeah. must not behave like the world where we uh, connive, you know, where we uh, try to manipulate or try to... Um, you know, carry favor kind of thing, you know, and and submit ourselves to the world system. You will never rise up in power, even though you may move up the rank, yeah. but you will never ever have that kind of favor from God where you are able to shift things in your company yeah. or to uh, change hearts or to see revival. Yeah. But that's what we want to see. Exactly. We want to see revival in the marketplace. Yep. We want to see the people of God coming to a place of authority where, where we speak, whether we don't have to be the one on top. We can be anywhere in the hierarchy. Yeah. But when we speak, people can hear God. People feel a sense of the reverence for the God we serve. Yeah, and I think um, it's, it's positioning ourselves as a servant, but also in, the, in our Christian character. You know, if we're bearing the fruit of the spirit and we're 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 being patient, we're being kind, we're being gentle, you know, all of we're walking in love. We're you know, those are things that even the world loves and is attracted to. And mm -hmm. I think you know, coming in with that position with godly character as a servant, um, promotion is going to come. You know, when I'm in 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 my office and I'm there, and my broker would come in and or someone would come in, I'm respectful. I, I honor. Right. I'm there to help him and what God's called him to do in, in his positioning. And in doing that, I get influence. Yes. Doors open. Why? Because they know that I'm there to serve and I'm there mm -hmm. to help build. And so if God right. puts us there, we got to be faithful in what belongs to another man. That doesn't just apply yeah. in ministry, mm -hmm. but in the marketplace. Are we faithful to serve? And I know for you too, you know, you served many years under a manager who wasn't perfect, who, who didn't always do things correctly. But you weren't critical. You supported. You served, and then God promoted you out of that. And now you're you're doing your own, mm -hmm. um, but you still have someone still over you. So if we can't be under authority, even when we get promoted, usually there's someone over us. We all want to be the top boss, and you know, um, you want to be an entrepreneur, and you know, you work for yourself and all that. But you know, sometimes we have to fire ourselves too when we don't behave correctly, and then rehire ourselves. In, but but in that place of of faithfulness, of serving, of helping to build, that's how we position ourselves for, for promotion in the yeah. kingdom. Yeah, and actually, you know, in the marketplace, there's a lot of power play, mm -hmm. right? So, but if we know that we represent God, it releases ourselves from coming into that place yeah. because uh, we know that God has the ultimate authority and power. Yeah. Yeah. Do you truly believe that the Lord, your God, is has authority over the marketplace, over your job, over your bosses. God says that He is omnipotent, all powerful. Do yeah. we truly believe that? So we we see many people in the marketplace, believers, uh, who claims that 
They know God is all powerful, yep. but when they get into their office, they come under a different authority. Yep. So they themselves get sucked into all this office politics, manipulation, control. Yep. They themselves exercise that. And so yep. when you're under bondage, you cannot set anyone free and you cannot come into that place of freedom and liberty yep. to be the best that you can be, yep. right? When you're free, you can be the best that you can be. There's creativity that's flowing. You become a problem solver rather than a source of problem. <laughs> yeah. And when you become a problem solver for someone, you gain what? You gain favor. Yeah. Yeah. You help the company prosper. You help your department do better. Yeah. And guess what? Then that's where promotion comes. Yeah. So the practical things about the believers in the marketplace is that we need to also be progressive, like you mentioned yeah. in the previous episode. Then we need to continuously learn how to be better at our job, how to be better in relationship. Yeah. And and I cannot stress enough that uh, on top of being good at the 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 job, being good at relationship is so crucial. Would mm. you like to shed some light on that? I believe God has released an apostolic anointing for breakthrough. It's the ox anointing, an anointing that's not just for the apostle, but for a people that are downloading the strategies of heaven into their life, into their businesses, into their family, into their ministries. This ox anointing is available for everyone and we desire to see you getting into breakthrough. Consider becoming a Breakthrough Mentorship Partner today so that we can partner together with you, join our faith together with you, and believe God for your breakthrough. I think it's um, like I, when you were talking about solving someone's problem, I think, you know, we talk about mindset, we talk about being a servant, but, you know, being faithful and being a servant is not, there's a, you want to be proactive to solve people's problems. And I think that's the key. If you solve someone's problems, you're always going to get a raise because you become mm -hmm. uh, indispensable. You become the place that you're, you're, you know, working someone else out of a job. Now you get promoted and what right. your values there. If you're making your boss's life easier and do, your value just went up right. because you're taking pressure and stress off on that. So I think mm -hmm. it's um yeah, going in to solve again, not just we're getting a paycheck or I just striving like the world is when we lower ourselves to that. Uh, then we're out of the kingdom. We're not operating in God's way. We're, we're operating in striving and this manipulation yeah. and self-promotion and all of that. And God mm. doesn't bless that. That's mm. contrary to the kingdom of God. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think that, and then, you know, I'm, you know, how else do we position ourselves? We, we position ourselves through our giving. Mm. Um, if we want to prosper, we've got to understand that giving is what opens the windows of heaven. And the mm -hmm. Bible talks to us about bringing our tithes into the storehouse. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, as we give our offerings, it opens the windows of heaven. Our tithe belongs to God. If we want God and we want the supernatural in our business, right. we need to honor God. We talked about the kingdom of God, honoring God. And tithing is such a controversial thing. To me, I mean, this has been around for generations, thousands of years. Mm. Um, people say, well, it's the Old Testament. And even, you know, you can find articles on the internet, well, why tithe? 15 reasons why you don't need to tithe. And it's so shocking to me that people would fight 
honoring God with the 10% that he says belongs to them. Mm-hmm. But yet we want to say we're stewards and everything belongs to God in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, Abraham right. tithed and brought a tithe. That was before law. He brought a tithe to give his first fruit offering to God, to honor God and let him know he saw God as the source of his blessing. Right. The law came later. And yes, you know, the law, under the law, if you don't tithe, you've got to give double because mm-hmm. you robbed God. Wow. So I mean, thank God we're not under the law, you know. But I was reading some statistics, and no wonder Christians aren't prospering. Only five percent of churchgoers tithe. Mm. There's one point wow. point five million people here in the U.S., and this is a U.S. statistic. There's two hundred and forty seven million people that say they're Christians, mm. but only one point five out of two hundred forty seven million tithe. Oh wow! Out of the seventy percent tithers, they give more than ten percent. Mm. So those that are tithing, 77% give more. So what do you have? You're having that small minority of people that are prospering and giving more. And then you're having people who say they're Christians, they trust God with their eternity, they believe God's going to prosper them, and they don't even tithe. No wonder we see Christians that are in bondage, lack, doing, how can we trust God Mm -hmm. with our life and believe God's going to prosper us when we don't even honor Him and we don't even, 10%. I mean, we're not talking about 90 cents, but thank God. What if He said, give me the 90%, I'll give you the 10%. (laughs) (laughs) And we struggle with that, but yet we say we love God and we prosper God. You know, come on. I think we need to get rid of this and stop trying to excuse our issue of of not walking in faith. You got to position yourself mm. as you bring your tithe. The Bible says it belongs to Him. Right. What are we doing? We're honoring God, and then out of that, we want God to prosper. We want to fulfill the purpose and all things we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But if we don't bring God into our finances, the Bible says where our treasure is, our heart is. Yes. No wonder we have mixture and we have Christians. And I can tell you know some stories. We remember the story when we were getting um, your green card here in the U.S. and we just moved here and we went for the interview and we had an immigration lawyer with us. And uh, as we were there, you know, the person saw I was a pastor and they're like, oh, you're a pastor. And they put their paper aside and we thought they were going to interview us about Susan and you know how long we've been married to look at the pictures of our children. And he's like, let me ask you something. He said, I've got a Christian in our office, and the Christian was going up for a promotion, and I was going up for the same promotion. And he came to me arrogantly and said, are you a Christian? And I said, no. And he said, good. That means I'm going to get the promotion, and you're not. And I was just shocked. He says, is that how God works? And I was thinking to myself, and, and thank mm-hmm. God I quickly, uh, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit, I think, gave me this example. I said, have you ever seen a bad advertisement? He said, yeah. I said, well, that person was a bad advertisement for God. Mm, wow. And then, wow. He, you know, he went on and brought up some other scenarios, but like, that's not the the heart, you know, yeah. but that kind of person, what do we do? If we want God to flow into our life, we've got to position ourselves. And so mm. through our finances, it's not automatic just because I'm a prince or a king, all this, pro- we need to have the character, but in our giving, it's so important. The giving opens up the windows of heaven. If we can't be faithful with the little we have, not just in position or mm-hmm. authority, but in our finances, mm-hmm. how can we know, think that God's going to trust us with more? If my kid can't manage $20 allowance, you think I'm going to give him 100 mm. You know, some of our kids growing up and I would give them $10 and they lost it, mm. put it in their pocket and lost it. Am I going to give them 100 mm. No, they're not faithful. They got to be faithful with, with in the little. And so that's so important for us. And that requires faith. But if yes. we believe God's good, we believe all the things we've been talking about in this episode, giving should be automatic because right. we know God is generous. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand the importance 
of uh, money and how we treat it, right? The tithe is so important. Uh, the 10% sanctifying the 90%. That's right. Right? So when we rob God, guess what? Then something, uh, our, our life is now unsanctified because money represents our life. We exchange our life for money. Mm -hmm. We work and, and that's how we got money. So actually money represents our lives. Right. So when we don't give God what belongs to Him, right? Uh, then something is opened up over our lives. So that's why we are not able to fully align ourselves with God and we cannot enter into that place flowing with God's prosperity and blessing and joy and all that. Peace is not there. Mm. That's why we have wealth. We may have wealth, but we, we don't have that peace. We don't have that favor. We yep. don't have that authority that comes from heaven. Mm. So it is important for us to understand, uh, even in Malachi, when uh, the people, uh, during that time, they were away from God, right? Yep. Uh, they, were, they were definitely in rebellion and people were struggling. You understand that whenever we rebel against God, it is not that God withhold his love is that with our action it opens up torment mm -hmm. so the people were tormented and things were robbed from their lives and they the came vowels. to yeah. yeah and they came to Malacca and say you know please you know help us how can we you know how can we come back to God and Malachi pleaded with the Lord and guess what the Lord says how do you come back to him in tithes and offerings yeah. yep. It's amazing. If you read the word of God, God says very plainly, <laughs> yeah. you are tormented because you didn't treat your money right. Yeah. Because you didn't give me what is due to me and you were not generous towards me who has been generous to you. Yeah. So the spirit of generosity is so lacking right now, yeah. right? In the kingdom, why? Uh, not everyone, but most of people are not generous even though even though they may be tithers. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, you can be tithing out of a religious faithfulness, yep. but you don't have that spirit of God. Yep. And Your I heart's think, not in it. Yeah. yeah, I think that addressing the tithe is the basic, basic. If you're robbing from God, <laughs> then how do you give God the full authority to bless you? Exactly. God loves you, but you need to earn His trust, like what you mentioned. Right, so tithing is the basic of basics of all basic, yeah. uh, um, basic of all basics. So then the next thing is your offering, and we're just not offering to tip God. We always say that if we are giving God through our generosity, because generosity is the spirit of God. God is generous, so yeah. we, as He is, so are we. So we must be generous givers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Corinthians tells us God loves a cheerful giver. We don't give out of compulsion. You know, and that's the thing. You know, if you're trying to squeeze somebody or guilt them into giving their tithe, I tell people in the church, don't give, please. Don't don't defile the offering. Don't defile the tithes if you're not giving cheerfully. You know, but if we love God and we trust God and we know that as we're honoring God, He's going to honor us, that should be automatic. And you know, really, in the New Testament, our whole life belongs to God. Right. It's not just 10%. We're not under law of just trying to do a duty. And, and, and like you mentioned in Malachi, they did it, but their hearts weren't in it. They weren't mm -hmm. bringing their best. They were bringing the cows that were, you know, the invalid and all the, and their work just to fulfill a religious duty. That's not what God wants. He doesn't mm -hmm. need our money. Mm -hmm. We don't need to, He doesn't need us to give. 
you know, we need to give because it circumcises our heart. Right. And as we're honoring God, as we bring God that first fruits like Abraham did, or, you know, that mm. was so through prevalent through yeah. the Jewish culture, what are we doing? We're we're honoring God and letting God, God, I love you. You're my source. Mm. And then with the rest of the 90%, what do you want me to do, God? I'm going to be a steward. I know you're going to take care of me. And when we begin to do that, what God knows he can trust us. Right. How many people said, God, you know, uh, you know, I love you and prosper me and I'll give to you. And they, they didn't do it, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of us I always joke. I say, you know, some people, if we got that, you know, $100,000, most of us wouldn't even be in church. We'd be on mm-hmm. a cruise somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. because money is that magnifier of, a heart, magnifier of a heart. God has no problem bringing money to us if he knows he can bring it through us. And he knows that it's not going to magnify the wrong thing in our lives. And so... Yeah. Uh, how do we position ourselves? You know, it's through our mindset, through servanthood, through being faithful in what belongs to another and and adding value and, and, and serving as if it's our own, and then through our tithes and offerings. I think these are the main ways uh, that we position ourselves in, in, in that, and, in, you know, in spirit, soul, our hearts in it, uh, you know, our spirits in it. We know the purpose of God. And in the, in the physical realm, we're also sowing to God and honoring God. And God will cause it to come back to us. The Bible tells us good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. God will cause men, the world system, to flow to us because our heart is right and we're positioned before God. That's how God's economy works. Any last words? We're going to close out. We're almost out of time in this episode. Well, I just want to quickly say that uh, I myself is an example of that journey. You yeah. know, For many years in my uh, Christian life, I didn't tithe to the Lord. Mm. But I thank God I came to a church where my pastor taught me the yeah. importance of tithing. Yeah. And, and I realized that you know, money was my God, and I decided that I must put that right. Mm-hmm. So I started tithing, and in two years, God cleared all my debt, and I don't have to be declared a bankrupt. And God called me into a business and started prospering the hands, my hands. And then today, I have a thriving business. I have great people who work together with me, and uh, God is able to send me to America, you know, uh, together to with you to uh, build uh, a great house of God yeah. uh, for the Lord. I think it is not uh, possible at all if I have not responded and gave God. Uh, what is uh, his rightful place in my life, and that is the God of everything. Yeah. He's the God of my life. So, uh, kingdom uh, principle, kingdom work uh, principle is so important yeah. for us to live free and to live right before God. Yeah, and you know, we're not just talkers; we're walkers. And I think in the first years of the like church, <laughs> you were the biggest giver in the church. You know, and God blessed uh, your business there to provide for our family. As I was, you know, pioneering a church and not on salary and church couldn't afford me <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and uh you know and but god was prospering to provide for the church and thank god god's brought other people in but god raises up as an example we can never outgive god if you're not a tither mm-hmm. start tithing That's your tithe right. belongs to your local church we're not telling you to send it to Derek dunn ministries with a 90 percent. if god wants you to support what we're doing get involved but do it cheerfully come on let's position ourselves in the kingdom for kingdom prosperity grow your thinking Get educated. Get around people that can help bring you to another level. Have the mindset we're stewards, and it's all about God's kingdom. It's not about building a name for ourselves or just our family. Come on, go in and be faithful. It belongs to another man. Be a servant. Help the person you're under 
in, in authority and, and or if you are the person in authority, look for people who have that right heart. That's what brings a furthering and come on, be a tither, be a generous giver. Come on, as you give, you're lending to the Lord. As you give, God will make it up to you and prosperity will come. We hope you've been blessed by this series and that we're going to jump into another topic in the next episodes. And uh, thank you for tuning in to uh, series two of Derek uh, discussions with Derek and Susan. We'll see you in the next one.